say, I think. Okay, so if you remember when uh, the original Peter Rabbit came out, I was not a fan at all, and I referred to it as Irritating Rabbit. And I said, uh, you know, the problem with this is, is that it's not Peter Rabbit. And if you're, if you're familiar with the books, then you will be appalled, which is something weirdly enough, I've read loads of that phrase has turned up loads and loads recently in Peter Rabbit. Too. So now, new movie, uh, Rose Burnsby having married Donald Gleeson's T Thomas McGregor, she, they, they've got a kind of small publication of her book, Enter David Yellow as Nigel Basil Jones, who wants to make the book, book bigger and perhaps corrupt the original. Meanwhile, Peter voiced um, uh, as before by James Corden, finds himself cast as the villain in this new version of the book. So he decides to act like one and teams up with a bunch of land and taffs to rob a farmer's market. Here is a clip from Peter Rabbit 2. What are you looking at, son? Never seen anyone steal something before? You some kind of goody-goody? I'm no goody-goody. In fact, apparently I'm bad. Yeah, I've made some mistakes, which is what I thought kids are supposed to do, right? Learn, grow, evolve, but I guess for this rabbit, the die is cast. And you know what? I don't care anymore. Well, good for you, son. But if I can just suggest one thing, next time you meet a grizzled old thief on the street, maybe don't open up so much. Sorry. Name's Barnabas. Nice to meet you. Peter. Take a peach. You said you weren't a goody-goody. No, I'm no goody-goody. I'm a baddie-baddie. So that's Lenny James as the voice of Barnabas and uh, James Corden as the voice of Peter. Now, here's the weird thing. Uh, Simon Brew from Film Stories had got in touch with me before this and said, you know, it's really weird because watching Peter Rabbit 2, it was almost like they'd made it for you, like they'd read your review. And then Linda Marrick, uh, is a film critic I admire and respect very much, sent me a thing saying, I think there's a couple of gags aimed at you in the, in the film. <laughs> and um, this, the, you know, anyway, so... So here's the strange thing about it. Firstly, I have to say, I actually rather like Peter Rabbit too. There is a, there are several sections in it in which the question is raised of whether or not Peter's voice is annoying. Now I know it's, this isn't just me. And at one point he's told, I said, is my voice annoying? Somebody said, yeah, it's a bit polarizing. Um, and then there's a gag about Peter not having read the book of, you know, Peter Rabbit. And he facts that he, he hates the fact that he is the face of this franchise. And then there's a moment when they're with the publishers and B is asked if she has any plans for more books. And she says, well, not really, except I've been thinking of a 23 book series featuring 109 characters based on the animals in my life, creating an interwoven narrative about morality, nature and family set in field and town around the farm. And then later on, somebody else says, she says, pardon me, I'd be spinning in my grave if it was ever adapted into some sassy hip fest purely for commercial gain, probably by an American. OK, so <laughs> I wasn't alone in in criticising the first Peter Rabbit. I'm, you know, I'm sure that the makers of Peter Rabbit haven't got a clue what I thought of it. But for all those critics who kind of sniped at the original, the, this does seem to be much more aware of it. And this time, a lot of the gags land. I mean, there's a gag about, we've got to get into the farmer's market. How can we do it? How can we get past the gate? Oh, well, it's easy. There'll be a band there playing wildly mediocre folk music, which I have to say, I did genuinely laugh about. Donald Gleeson is funny. There's a sequence when Donald Gleeson is boxing, which is kind of a bit Chaplin-esque, which I, I liked. There are, there are f genuinely funny jokes about how grown-up arguments are never about the thing that they appear to be arguing about and will go on for a week. There's a joke about a hipster dressed as a farmer, which I don't want to spoil for anybody. And David Yellowo and his beautiful eyes as the kind of as the as the publisher who wants to take everything away and turn it into something which is completely different. It's a great bit of casting. 
And if I'm not stretching this too far, the end of the film actually mirrors the end of adaptation. You know, the Nick Cage playing the two sides of the Charlie Kaufman character by having its cake and eating it in terms of the meta fictional thing. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's a masterpiece, but I, I, uh, I am more than happy to say that, you know, I always say the thing about slamming another Transformers movie gives me no pleasure. I had no expectation of enjoying Peter Rabbit whatsoever, but I actually did. I mean, I was really pleasantly surprised and um, it's, it's actually pretty well. It's not Paddington. I mean, although like Paddington too, it is better in the, but it was so much better than I had expected. And hey, <laughs> you know, what do you know? Peter Rabbit too, not bad. Okay, well that's that's like a five star <laughs> review, really, isn't it? If you're uh, if, now, I want to you know, know what our listeners think. I want to know what the listeners think. Whether they're on the same page. <laughs>